This is how blessed King Jesus works. This is how the Lord of might and the meek Messiah works to this day. He loves to use that which is yours because it is rightly his for his glorification and the expansion of his kingdom. You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast for Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California. So you know how to respond if you hear that word in the next 38 minutes during this sermon. You know, but you know how to respond, right? Uh, if, if someone happens to say, Hosanna. All right, good enough. Put them away for a while. How do you respond if someone looks at you and says, your donkey is mine? Now, go ahead and put it in the vernacular of the day. Colloquialize it as you will. Exchange donkey for its other moniker. If those words happen to be in the mouth of a competitor, maybe a critic or a coach, your donkey is mine. How do you respond? Usually those words spoken in that form would be said out of probably a place of frustration or anger. And they'd probably be received as a warning at best or a threat at worst. Your donkey is mine. Spoken, probably the speaker hopes that it grants them a little bit of power in the situation, and the hearer might come away with some fear and trepidation. But what about when those words are spoken by Jesus? Make no mistake about it, they are spoken by Jesus. Now, it's via proxy. Today's uh, gospel that we heard read earlier was written by John. And in his account of Palm Sunday, he simply tells us that Jesus found and commandeered a donkey. Now, the other gospel authors, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, kind of flesh out that story. They tell us that Jesus told his disciples to go into the village where they would find the donkey. They were to untie it and bring it to him. And he said, if anyone asks, what are you doing untying the donkey? And all three of them tell us that, in fact, someone does ask, that someone is the donkey's owner. What are you doing untying the donkey? They respond appropriately, the master. They don't say the teacher, the good shepherd, the friend of sinners. The master, the sovereign, the ruler, the owner of all things needs it and he'll send it back when he's done with it and thus through the disciples he says to the donkey's owner your donkey is mine and it's not an outlandish claim Jesus isn't overstepping his bounds he isn't going beyond what he should He isn't introducing a a foreign concept to the owner of the creature. He's simply speaking objective fact. 
every creature in the forest, the cattle on a thousand hills, the earth, and everything is it is the Lord's, so say the psalmist. And the prophets say, even the stars are his. And he calls them by name. And so are you, who he calls by name. Jesus isn't overstating when he says, your donkey is mine. He's speaking objective fact. It's all his. Everything is his, including that pickup truck of the day, the backpack of the first century Jew, the the object that made both chores and commerce easier to conduct, that said beast of burden. But you know, this is more than an, uh, an objective fact. This is also a relational pact. Jesus is allowing that man to participate in the story. Jesus is allowing that individual to be a part of what God is doing. Can't you just picture how it goes, right? The palm branches have been cut. They're being waved. The cloaks have been taken off. They have been scattered. The people have gathered, they have assembled, they're yelling, Hosanna. I'd say 8 o'clock beat you pretty heavily on that one. (laughs) So they're yelling, Hosanna, the kazoos are going crazy, right? You get it, it's, man, it's just a madhouse. And all of a sudden, one dude yells yells out, there's Jesus, look at him, he's riding my donkey. That's Betsy carrying Jesus. And it wasn't only that man. John's gospel tells us the disciples realized they were a part of fulfilling the prophecy too by being there and doing what they did. This was not merely and solely a statement of objective fact. This is a relationship pact. The Lord desires and delights to use that which is ours, that is simultaneously his, for the expansion of his kingdom and the glorification of his person. And that's what's happening right here. Our God is being glorified in this moment. As the crowd yells, Hosanna. The word means God saves. But on this case, uh, in this particular time, this is not a cry of desperation. This is a, a chant of adoration. It's a celebration that the king himself, the king of heaven, the son of David, has come into their presence. John, in our gospel, includes this quote from the prophet Zechariah. Daughter Zion, see your king comes to you riding on a donkey's colt. John's first readers, as well as the the group assembled on that morning, would have known the entirety of the quote, which says, see your king comes righteous. 
having salvation, gentle, riding on a donkey. He comes to save. He comes to serve. He is of might, and yet he is meek. Hosanna, indeed. And Jesus claims that which is his own, yet which belongs, rightly so, to another, a donkey, for his personal glorification and the expansion of his kingdom. And here's the deal. This wasn't a one-trick pony. This isn't Jesus' only rodeo. Those are the only two I could come up with. You'll have to figure out other things. (laughs) But this is how blessed King Jesus works. This is how the Lord of might and the meek Messiah works to this day. He loves to use that which is yours because it is rightly his for his glorification and the expansion of his kingdom. From your palm branches to your cloaks, from your gatherings to your voices, to the donkeys we all possess that are all rightly his, he seeks to use them and we have the blessing to be a part of the story. To be able to say, look what God is doing. Look what Jesus is working. See how he is moving by using our thanks. So we cry Hosanna, not out of desperation, but out of adoration for the gift that is freely given. The objective fact of grace that has no limits, mercy that knows no bounds, that is only his and his alone to give, and yet he has freely given it, so now it is ours through faith. And having been given Presence in his father's company. Admission to his kingdom that has no end. We get to use all that is ours so that others can receive that which is only his to give. And probably through stuff as simple as our donkeys. Lord, take our time and our talents and our treasures, signs of your gracious love given to you. For all that we have is yours alone, a trust from you, the King, in whose name we cry, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest, Alleluia, Amen. Thank you for listening today. A video archive of our online worship services, including today's message, can be found on our YouTube channel and at www.bethanylutheran.org. Links for both of these are in the show notes. If you would like to support this podcast or the ministry of Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California, you can text the word GIVE to 562-210-0463. That's GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 562-210-0463. We pray that you have a wonderful and blessed week.